may my will be the reflection of the divine will and the intelligence of the divine. And when I think about actionless action, when I think about being in the flow or being in the spirit, that's exactly what it is. dear friends and welcome to let spirit speak and today i wanted to explore the topic the subject the concept of actionless action and i often think that mediumship and healing that we do in our work are two of the perfect examples of shall we say actionless action for the simple reason that nothing is planned. As mediums, we can't plan a darn thing. As healers, we really don't plan anything in terms of the outcomes and certainly not the type of information that will come to us because there's, we have no aforeknowledge. And it really is the idea of living in the will of the divine. And it reminds me of a a concept in Taoism of that phrase, actionless action. Because we are in action without a doubt. But the motivation for that action is not ours. It comes to us. We respond with it. It is not from our mind. It is a very subtle and humble place. It is knowing that you are living in the joyfulness of the moment in Taoism. That would be, I suppose, the Tao. And in the Christian point of view, you are just being moved by the spirit. In spiritualism, we say the flow. You are now in the flow. And there are so many examples of this, and particularly, of course, in mediumship. But just in general life, you see situations come about and people are acting in a certain way or they're, 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 something just happens, shall we say, in the moment. And they just go with it and everything works out. But there was no plan. There was no written plan. <laughs> and in our minds, it's, it's really rather miraculous that the outcomes will be as positive, as good, as, as significant as uh, they are in terms of, of the, the response that others have towards them. And the beauty of that for us is we know as the instrument, it was outside of us. It came through us. There was no reason that this should or should not have happened in this moment. It just happened. And there's a, a beautiful sense of being filled, but without fully knowing why you were filled. And when I say filled, there's a joyfulness that speaks to you. There's a humility. There's a wonder. There's an excitement. 
There's the aha moment that comes to you. Beautiful. And we have the potential to live in that. Even with all the responsibilities of our lives. Yes, even with all the plans that we need to make to do, to do with our jobs and family and, and all of all of the just the worldly concepts that, that, that we that we have. We are still able to live in it, at least within concept. When I'm often doing meditation or when I'm doing meditation and leading others into it, I often have a phrase that comes to me, which is, may my will be the reflection of the divine will and the intelligence of the divine. And when I think about actionless action, when I think about being in the flow or being in the spirit, that's exactly what it is. Your will is no longer the important thing. Your opinions mean nothing. Your relationships mean nothing in that moment. If you are living in the moment with the joyfulness of the awareness of the divine intelligence, then what comes through you in action, words, deeds, in the moment of living in the spirit, in the Tao, in the flow, in the way, will ultimately be good for everyone around you. There won't be the sense of, well, is that better for them or is that better for me? What am I getting out of this? Am I getting money out of this? Am I, am I having uh, recognition from this? Will my name be put up in lights? No, it will just happen. It will be beautiful and filled with spontaneity, but it will be filled with truth. And the truth will be a universal moment that everyone feels. And what's beautiful about that moment is the response uh, that others will have that are within the realm or that area of, of the moment. And they will often have similar experiences or interpretations. Others will, others will have slightly different, but there'll be an underlying feeling of reality and authenticity, which is not always something we can say when we are dealing with the constructive narrative, you know, the way of thinking. You will think this way because you will respond this way because, you know, we will have order and we will do it this way because now I'm not going to say those things are not needed at times and, and they are, but when we do our work for the divine, we need to feel within ourselves that inner life of joyful experience, the joyfulness, the humility, the simplicity, being used by that divine will, intelligence, by the divine unknowing and unknowable Tao. And then the experience is authentic and all things just fall into place. And your ego the the lists of the day, the list of your life, the plans that you have in those moments are just set aside. 
the difficulty with that is when you've had that experience, you, you want that experience every moment of every day. I am not going to sit here and say it's not possible, but for most people, it doesn't happen that way. We have responsibilities. We have plans that need to be followed through with because we have made commitments with people and those are important and we should never, ever use the excuse. Oh, it wasn't meant to happen. I was in the flow. So I was taken over here and thereby I let you down. I have reneged on my responsibilities to you and to others. And unfortunately, that has been used. I've seen it happen. But I'm going to give you a, an example, a little one of, of being in the flow. Uh, and this has nothing to do with my, my mediumship directly or my healership, but it had to, actually had to do with my job as being a teacher. And I was running a music program, just starting it, particularly the choral portion of that program. And I did teach band with, with my teaching partner and, and we were building things. And, but we didn't have a real plan. And the choir, when it started, was very small, 17 girls, one boy. And there was really no expectation that this was going to be anything big. And I had no real plan plan. I hadn't sat down and written anything out and decided we were doing certain things and what have you. Ten years on and the program had grown, the music program had grown to over 600 kids. The choral program was approximately 400 Many of them were also in bands, so it was, but they went back and forth. And along the way, we made plans, but there was no plan. <laughs> this is, this is, none of us saw this coming. It just happened as we went along. And if you look at the great, um, some of the great companies or people who started companies or people who started uh, groups and, and uh, whatever, they, they were often, this is how it starts. The plan doesn't come till later <laughs> when you realize it's so big, we need to have an organization now <laughs> because we need a way to, to manage this. But the inspiration was always within the group or certainly within me that it was always something new happening, that I wasn't in full control of this, even though I would say to people, I was trying to be because you want people to have confidence in you. I knew within myself that this was an entirely inspired gift from, from God, from the divine, whatever you want to call it, from spirit. And I knew what was supposed to happen. I just didn't know how it was going to continue and how it would end and, and all of those things. Like None of that was, was shown to me. I just had to be in it and go with it. And for people who've had that experience, you know exactly what I mean. And we often have those experiences in, in small moments. You know, the, the I'm going to go to the store today instead of go down to this other place that I had planned. And yeah, I think I'll go there. And it's a bit out of your way and it's not as convenient. But you get there, you get out of the car, you go in and oh my gosh, you've just ran into somebody you haven't seen for 20 years. And you had been thinking about them for a week or a few weeks or off and on through a period of months. That's actionless action. Because the action is you following just the flow, 
I'll, I'll use the word flow. Spiritualists understand that word well. And that's, that is really what I believe we, through our meditative practices, our practices to deepen our relationship to what we call the divine God, the unknowable knowing, I suppose, if you want to go down that route as well. And that's what guides us. That's what fills us when we do our work. And when I say or refer to that being of intelligence that we often call God as the unknowable knowing, I'm not talking about an entity without intelligence or without some type of form or presence, but it is so vast. It is so deep that certainly in our full human form, we may not always grasp and we won't grasp the entire knowing. I believe we have more potential to do that when we cross into spirit, but we certainly can improve it while we're here. Then of course, well, how do we practice this? How do we practice to be in the flow, to be filled by the spirit, the Holy spirit, if you'd like to say, and that is through a practice of meditation. And in that meditation, it's a letting go of self, ego, opinion. Everything that you believe is right for you or wrong for you. That does not mean that you give up centers of morals and ethics. But what you're doing, you're making the slight shift of instead of it always being my will, I'm asking to be filled by the will of the divine and that my will will reflect that divine will and intelligence. And then you will find that you will move through life in a way that is guided from a source of a, of a higher intelligence beyond your own. Also, too, the intuitive knowing within yourself will speak, which is still actually a facet, a representative of the divine will speaking into you, through you. It doesn't always mean that everything is magical, although we tend to have more of those moments. Practicing, practicing the the emptiness, shall we say, that is necessary to be filled by the divine will is a very important part of that work, of that step. If you do, and you begin to trust that, the magical moments will just become more of a natural occurrence in your life. We have to let go on, on, of ourselves enough to be filled, but we have to still be within ourselves enough to be prepared to follow, to do what that voice speaks to us. And it's not like the voice says, okay, Alan, today you're going to go and you're going to go here and here and do this. You'll meet this person and you'll have the, these many people that, that, that you'll come across and make these connections and whatever else. It's, it, that's just so often not the way it works. It's much more subtle and it speaks to us in almost like a dreamlike state. But there's 
there's a sense that when it speaks to us, there's a quickening within us. There's a joyfulness that seems to hit us at the same time. And sometimes, too, you do the action because the thoughts in your mind, it's come to you, it's filling you. And then you do it and it all works out. And then you, the overwhelming joy and happiness and uh, the, the exuberance hits you for a while. And the magical response within you, like, like that was just, I never saw that coming. That was so cool. And it all worked out. And wow, that was great. Let's do that again. You know, there, there is, you know, it's the carrot and the stick idea, right? Let's swing the carrot in front of us and or in front of you and us and we'll chase it. And how much are we prepared to work at to get there? We don't have to be perfect beings to have these types of experiences. We just have to keep working at it. We have to find the way for us, for ourselves, and know that the way will always, the flow, the spirit, will always bring us around in the right direction for ourselves and others. Because everything we do, every word, every thought, every deed, has a vibrational effect, it will always reach those to whom we have thought that thought or action or the deed we've done, the words we speak. And so in that, there's still responsibility. We cannot, as I said earlier, turn around and say, oh, well, that was because it was meant to be. And, it, and take no responsibility when we have been the, possibly the instigator. Or we didn't follow it correctly. And so now we're making an excuse for ourselves, which often happens, or it certainly can happen. There's the honest assessment. And we only start to trust that flow, that voice by refining when we are listening to it more clearly, more honestly than the times that it's muddled up with our own ideas and thoughts. And then we act and then it doesn't quite work out and it's, it doesn't have the effect it could have or should have. It's like anything, trial and error. We can't know when it's really right unless we know when it's really wrong. Anybody out there has practiced the piano, you know what I'm talking about. Or any skill on any level, in any discipline, you only really know when it's right, when it's gone off the rails. And so it is with our intuition. So it is with being in the flow. So it is with that idea of actionless action, of being the spirit speaking to you, the follow through. In that example that I gave of the school situation, there was a moment in the early year or two where I had seriously considered not, not staying in the music program because I wanted to pursue other things as well. And looking back, I, I'm glad I did. But the flow would have been there for me for either or. And it just seemed more correct at the time for me. And so often you get choices that way as well. That may come to you. Both could work out. 
It's just simply, which one do you really want to follow? Which one speaks to you the most in that moment? And only you can be the one to step into that, to trust that, to, to clarify that with yourself. So try to live with the element of spontaneity and let yourself be guided by that divine source. Simply ask. Just sit down and say, hey, God, guys, on the other side, that divine essence that created all things, I really want to be guided, my actions to be a reflection of the divine will. And then see what starts to happen. Little bit by little bit, small ways. Don't look for the big happenings. That's the mistake that most make when they are working at this. They're looking for the big voice, the big vision, the moment that will change the world. Just simply step into it. Reach out with the thought, reach out with your heart in sincerity, and then let the journey begin and see where it takes you. Try not to over plan. I'm not going to say don't try and plan. I'm going to say just don't over plan. We live in a very constructed world now, more so than ever. And many of us have had jobs and professional situations that just require a certain amount of planning. And so to some degree, we need to acknowledge that, but we need to put it in balance. So reach out, ask the divine to talk with you, to lead you, that your will will be the, the reflection of that will and trust that your innate goodness, which is there, your innate belief that we want all people to experience goodness and healing and upliftment, that that thought of yours to be guided by the great will, the great divine mind, God, that whatever comes through you when you act in the right way with it will only produce the conditions which will allow others to experience a higher and better moment for themselves. And so my dear friends, I leave you till our next time. And I wish you also very, very, very well. Until we meet again, until we talk again, thank you.